1: wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Just today, January 15th, some workers at the massive Smithfields Foods hog slaughtering plant in Tar Heel, North Carolina, missed the first shift. To protest, the company's decision not to give them the Martin Luther King Jr. holiday as a paid day off. United Food and Commercial Workers Union estimated that 400 among the 2,500 scheduled to work had walked out or just not come to work on Monday. A national holiday marking what would be the slain civil rights leader's 78th birthday. Union workers took credit for shutting down a production line, but company officials at Smithfield said the action had not slown operations and just hasn't been effective. The company says that the Monday had already been planned as a work day and the union request for a holiday came too late to change plans and workers that miss work will be docked a day's pay and could be disciplined. If this news from the Smithfield hog-slaughtering plant seems unusual, I thought it might be interesting to take a quick look at the history behind Martin Luther King Day holiday marking the birth date of Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., observed on the third Monday of January each year around the time of King's birthday, January 15th. It's the only United States federal holiday commemorating an African American, and one of only three to commemorate an individual person, Washington and Columbus being the other people, endowed with a holiday. What may be surprising to some is that the impetus for a Martin Luther King Day holiday came not in Memphis, where King was shot, not in Birmingham or Atlanta or Selma, where his epic civil rights marches were held, but in North Tarrytown, New York, where in January 1969, a group of General Motors workers refused to come to work on King's birthday. This was the year after King was killed. When about 60 workers were threatened with discipline by managers, a larger group of workers, about 1,200, offered to walk out in solidarity. And walk out they did. In the fall of 69, a few thousand New York City hospital workers went on strike and returned to work only after managers agreed to higher wages, better benefits, and a paid holiday on King's birthday. Similar contracts were won by 25,000 additional hospital workers and 80,000 dressmakers a few months later. Considering these events and considering that Martin Luther King Jr.'s very last act was a march and a rally in support of the Memphis Sanitation Workers Union, you begin to understand that Martin Luther King Day not only celebrates civil rights, but is also a kind of second Labor Day, a celebration of the act, the activism of America's trade unions. The story of the holiday is a story of trade union activism. Today we forget much about the struggle to get a Martin Luther King holiday, which would last nearly 14 years as late as 1981 workers in Seattle at Seattle's Todd Shipyards were fired for passing out literature supporting a Martin Luther King Day. The official beginning of an effort for a holiday was in Congress, where Representative John Conyers of Michigan, who is still in, in the Congress and a very powerful member of the new Democratic majority now, introduced legislation for a new federal holiday on the civil rights leader's birthday. And he introduced this legislation just a few days after King's death. But Conyers was not the influential person then that he is now, and his bill languished in Congress and was really ignored. The next year, he and Representative Shirley Chisholm collected six million signatures for a petition to Congress, uh, one of the largest petitions in favor of an issue in U.S. history ever.
1: Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast. On our show, we help listeners like you make the most of your finances. shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. And you'll walk away with the confidence you need to ensure that your money is always working as hard as you are. So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.
0: In April 1970, California became the first state to make King's birthday a school holiday. and In 1973, Illinois was the first state to make Martin Luther King Jr. Day a state holiday. Throughout the 70s, trade unions, including the United Auto Workers, would make a holiday on Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday a standard part of contract negotiations. Trade union activism behind the holiday would bubble until in 1976 it became a presidential issue when Jimmy Carter endorsed the King Day bill. In 1980, musician, musician Stevie Wonder released the single Happy Birthday to popularize the campaign and hosted the Rally for Peace press conference in 1981. The single brought many new supporters to the cause. But there was fierce opposition, particularly in the Senate, to the bill led by Senator Jesse Helms of North Carolina. Helms questioned whether King was important enough to receive the honor of a federal holiday He also was critical of King's opposition to the Vietnam War, and accused King of having communist connections. He also attacked the movement for a holiday and the epidemic of illegal strikes of municipal employees that he said seemed to drive it. Helms claimed that another national holiday would be too costly, and inferred that King was a lawbreaker subject to the influence and manipulation of communists. But if one conservative Republican senator opposed the holiday, another was for it. To those who made an objection about the possible expense of a Martin Luther King holiday, Senator Robert Dole of Kansas said, during a floor debate on the bill, I suggest they hurry back to their pocket calculators and estimate the cost of 300 years of slavery followed by a century or more of economic, political, and social exclusion and discrimination. President Ronald Reagan was also opposed to the holiday. However, once Congress passed the Martin Luther King Day bill with a veto-proof majority 338 to 90 in the House and 78 to 22 in the Senate, Reagan quickly saw the light and signed a bill creating the federal holiday to honor King. The bill was signed on August 2, 1983, And it was observed for the first time January 20th, 1986. Hi, it's Bruce. Listen, we all know the news headlines are full of wild stories, like how the world is tipping towards authoritarianism, all while somehow, simultaneously, freezing, flooding, and on fire. It's a lot to take in. But what if, instead of being on the brink of disaster, we're actually on the cusp of a better world? If I've got your attention, then I highly recommend tuning to a podcast that offers a weekly dose of optimistic ideas from smart people. What Could Go Right is the acclaimed news podcast from the Progress Network. Zachary Carabell and Emma Varvalukas dive into the biggest news and most pressing topics of our time, from climate change to politics, and make the case for a brighter future. Season 5 features fascinating guests like There is still some opposition here and there to the Martin Luther King Day holiday. It is a uh, federal holiday and a state holiday in all states, but some southern states sort of mix the holiday along with a remembrance of Confederate leaders. Arizona and Utah, in the year 2000, the Utah state legislator voted to change the name of the holiday from Human Rights Day to Martin Luther King Day conforming with most of the states. A recent survey shows that there's been an increasing acknowledgement of the holiday by companies. Not all companies are like the Smithfield Hog Processing Plant. 31% of companies reported offering the holiday off paid, and that's up from 20 to 25% during the 90s. Those who have the day off may want to consider some of the labor struggles that brought the day into its status as a holiday. What should the future of Martin Luther King Day be? Well, I believe that the president, and I know he's made a sort of a speech about this today, or needs to make this day, we all need to make this day, a day of volunteering. Uh, about 61.2 million people volunteered through or for an organization at least once between September 2005 and September 2006. That's 26.7% of the United States population. While it sounds good, it's a 2.1 percentage point drop than the volunteer rate in each of the prior three years. One day that's focused, and not only on a reflection of Dr. King's legacy, but also on using some of the holiday for volunteerism would certainly benefit the country, and it would be a fitting tribute to Martin Luther King.